Welcome to the Boundless Gamers Podcast. This is episode 13. My name is Jacques, and with me is Mike. How are you doing, Mike? Eh, it could be better, but I'm alive, and that's all that matters. Yeah, that is that is all that matters. All right, this is a fantastic start. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you guys can follow us on social media at Boundless Gamers, uh, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can also follow us on your favorite podcast platform, so go do that. And now that the intro is out of the way, we can get this podcast started. So, Mike, uh, what did you want to talk about today? Well, you know, every week I go to Target and Walmart, you know, to pick up some food and some other shit. From time to time, I go over to the uh, action figure section just to see what they got over there. You know, mostly the NECA stuff, maybe Marvel Legends and some of the Jurassic Park figure lines. I like to look at that stuff. But lately, I just keep seeing scalpers. And I know they're scalpers because they have a list with them. They're they're either with their you know girlfriend or their wife. And they're like, all right, we got to look for this. We got to look for that. And make sure you find this and that because this is worth a lot of money. If we find this particular one, buy them all. And I'm just like, <sighs> I want to say something, but I, I, I just don't feel like getting into that uh, discussion with them. And it's getting so bad that Target's literally putting up signs. You can't buy like two or three of the same figure. Like, I can't believe we're at this point. And now it's getting like really bad with like trading cards and shit. Like they're mobbing those sections. Like they actually have to like hide the trading cards in some stores now. So the scalpers don't like go nuts, like uh, it's taking them all. Everything I enjoy now has an insane amount of scalpers. Yeah. Scalpers fucking suck, man. It's we're we're having to deal with it with the, the, the consoles too they'll scalp anything they can scalp they don't give a shit about other people they don't give a shit about that little kid who wants the system more than anything in the world they're just like nah i gotta buy like 50 of these so i can flip these on whatever ebay or something and another fellow toy collector i was talking to he said he went to his uh walmart and he was looking for uh, like a specific mortal Kombat figure from mcfarlane and he saw a guy buy them all like, there was, like, eight of them there. And he walked up to him and said, hey, man, can I just have one? And he's like, yeah, yeah, man, no problem. Let me just buy it, and you can, you know, get it from me for 60 bucks. And he said he almost fought the guy, like, right then and there. <laughs> Don't do it over a toy. But, like, I, I get his frustration. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's bullshit. But, you know, now it's got me thinking about, you know, the PS5 and the Xbox Series X scalping. And I, I want to give you guys some tips to help you out you know when you're going online for the next drop because me and Jacques got our ps5s i got a series x i helped uh, a friend get a, a ps5 and a series x so uh Jacques, what do you have any tips what did you do when you uh got your uh ps5 you oh actually you also got a ps5 for george as well so i mean you scored twice yeah i got two ps5s uh well my ps5 i was i guess you could say i was lucky I was able to get it on Amazon, um, which that was ideally the place I wanted to get it because they could just ship it to me. So what I did is and the same thing that you did as well as we followed various accounts on Twitter. Uh, the one I was successful with was PS5 stock alerts. Yeah. And you just follow them and just the moment that a uh, stock drops, they will post alerts. You'll want to have notifications on on Twitter 
And they'll also post uh, like updates when they think stock will be coming in, like maybe a week beforehand or yeah. So yeah, that's probably your best bet. Now I also got one from Best Buy from my friend George, who is a listener. Shout out to George Uh, and Mike as well. He also got one of his PS fives at Best Buy. So I know you wanted to uh, talk about Best Buy for a minute, Mike, and what it has to do with scalpers. Oh, yeah. Best Buy defeated the scalpers. They completely silenced them. So this is how it works when you want to get a PS5 on Best Buy's website. When there's a drop, you go to the page, it'll say add to cart for like everybody. So you hit that and then it'll say, please wait. And they tell you not to refresh the page, stay on there and wait for the add to cart option to pop back up. So when that happens, you hit add to cart, puts it in your cart, then you have to proceed to checkout. And then it brings you to this uh, window that tells you, hey, you're going to need a security code to continue this. We're, we're going to send you an email with that code. And when you get the code, don't worry, it arrives in like five seconds. Type it in. And then it brings you to the actual checkout page. You know, we got to put your payment info and all that. And by the way, guys, make sure all your payment info is already on the website. There's some people who still add that shit right when they're in the final checkout phase. I'm like, no, don't do that. Make sure all that shit is saved on your account. Yeah, that's a must. You absolutely have to have all your payment info on file already. And probably what you should do as well is just all the places that are getting stock in, just download their app onto your phone or tablet or whatever. Add whatever you want, the PS5, Series X, S, whatever it is. If you can add that to your carts beforehand i know not all places let you do that but you can save it in some places too like i know on amazon you can uh save it to your wish list or whatever Mm -hmm. anywhere where you can just easily access it quickly do that and then once the drop happens once you get the notification on twitter open your app go straight to that page where you saved it and just immediately click add to cart and uh proceed to checkout immediately as fast as you can Now, to go back to Best Buy real quick, if you are successful and you're able to order one, they don't ship it to you. You have to pick it up at the store and you have to bring your ID and the card uh, that you use to purchase the PS5. So all of these steps is actually stopping the scalpers. They've given up on Best Buy. They're not even going after Best Buy drops anymore, which is great. So guys... That's where you really want to get it because you have a much higher chance of actually getting an order through than Walmart or Amazon or Target because the scalpers are still on those sites. So yeah, Best Buy is number one. Uh, Number two is probably GameStop. And I know people are going to laugh right now because, oh, it's only bundles, but the scalpers don't go after the bundles. If you plan on purchasing a lot of different things, with your PS5, then I recommend going to GameStop's website. Jason had to do it. He had to buy a PS5 bundle, and I, I helped him get that because I actually signed into his account to boost his chances. Uh, so I was able to score him the PS5 that came with Returnal, MLB, and an extra controller. I mean, it sucks he got to spend a little bit more, but a lot of people were able to get systems over at GameStop. So that's the second place I recommend. And third is probably Walmart. It's weird how they do it. They don't have any things set up to stop scalpers. When they do have a drop, uh, they drop every 10 minutes. 
I think they'll do that for like a good 30, 40 minutes. The best thing you can do, we already mentioned, is just follow some of those uh, accounts like uh, Wario64, Cheap Ass Gamer, and Matt Swider. Follow him. Those are the three I highly recommend. Yeah, and like I said, I found PS5 stock alerts pretty successful. So I think that's a really good one to follow. And they also, they don't just drop PS5 stuff. They also notify you about Xbox stuff too, so. Yeah, I just hope you guys can get a system real soon. I know it, it sucks, but don't give up. Just just look at me. I, I was able to score two PS5s and two Series Xs. The problem is you have to be on your phone all the time, basically. All the time. You have to check it all day long, especially if you know there's a drop coming. You have to just keep checking it. I know that's ridiculous, but every few minutes, just look at it. If you really want a PS5, that's what you're going to have to do. So wait, just pretend like you are a doctor on call and at any moment the call could show up. Yeah, just do that. Yeah, there you go. It just takes persistence. That's all. We, uh, but yeah, we wish everybody good luck. If you still haven't gotten a PS5 or a Series X or S, I think they are worth it. Even though there's not a ton of exclusives out so far for them, I think the quality of life stuff is definitely worth it. Like the, the increased frame rate fidelity, quick resume, all those kinds of things. I I think it's worth it just for that stuff alone. Yeah, Mike, I know you wanted to talk about something else to kind of shift subjects real quick. Uh, You wanted to talk about this Revan bust that you got. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention this in the episode where where we had Indy on. It was in my notes, too. and I was just like, oh, remember to mention the Revan bust. Yeah. Indy made me a 3D printed Darth Revan bust. It's awesome. I I posted a picture of it on Instagram. You know, go check out our Instagram page. You'll see it there. It's a few posts back. That's at Boundless Gamers, by the way. At Boundless Gamers. Yeah, that's right. At Boundless. Almost forgot. Thank you. I absolutely love it. And it makes me want to save up for a 3D printer. Maybe next year I'll get one and then I'll 3D print the uh, marker from like Dead Space or something. (laughs) Oh, that would be amazing. 3D printers are so fucking cool. Like, everything I see from them is just so awesome. I would just have all the Mass Effect characters just 3D printed out. Yeah, and then like a little Normandy, too, would be cool. Yeah, and a naked Leora. <laughs> you could probably find that somewhere online. Probably? Come on, Jacques. It's the internet. If you want it, it's there. Well, I know you can find naked pictures of Liara, because I've definitely checked that out. You know, rule 34. But, I mean, like, you could probably find blueprints to print out a 3D bust. Like, literally a bust of her. A bust of her bust. (laughs) Okay, now we're getting a little too pervy. Yeah, let's move on. Um, So, there's a uh, PlayStation summer sale going on right now. Yeah, we uh, we checked this out. It's a huge, huge sale. Uh, lots of great deals. You know, you can get stuff from like 20 to 80% off. And like we're each going to give a pick. I told Mike to pick something from the sale. I picked something, just a little recommendation for people. Um, I am picking the Messenger. It is only $9.99, which is, I think, totally worth it. Now... You could have played this on Game Pass, uh, but it just recently was removed from Game Pass, so you missed your chance. But I do think this game is worth it on PlayStation for 10 bucks because it's sort of like a 
kind of a throwback to like Ninja Gaiden or Metroid, and it's it's like an action platformer. It's like eight bit, sixteen bit. Published by Devolver Digital, and it's it's just a super fun game. I, I know you've played it too, Mike. So oh yeah, 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 it's great. My only complaint is that maybe it's a little bit too long for that type of game. I mean, at, at least like you're getting your money's worth at ten dollars. But like, yeah, this, it just has a super addictive gameplay loop, and the, the writing is phenomenal. Really, really funny. Yeah, so that, that's uh, that's my pick. What's your pick, Mike? I don't have one, but. <laughs> You son of I a forgot bitch. about this. I figured you might. But don't worry. Don't worry. You remember last week when we talked about that Batman Arkham collection I bought? Yeah. It's also in this sale. Eleven ninety nine. Go get it, guys. All three games, all the DLC. You can't beat that. So there you go. There's my book. Yeah, for eleven ninety nine, it is just ridiculous. Like that's one of the best deals on there, honestly. And by the way, that, that sale ends August eighteenth. So you got a little bit of time left. Speaking of Xbox Game Pass, because we, we just don't talk about that enough. The game Hades, uh, which was getting all kinds of awards over the last year and actually won the Game of the Year award at GDC recently, that is go- going to be coming to Xbox Game Pass on August 13th. And you can pre-install it right now. So it's just a reminder to go do that if you want to experience one of the best games that came out last year. Yeah, people say this is one of the best indie games ever made, so I'm going to have to check it out. That's what I hear, too. It is it is like a roguelike, roguelite type game. It's from uh, Supergiant, who did like Transistor and Bastion. And, but uh, yeah, I'm super excited to try this one out. I've already pre-installed it. Did you ever play Bastion? Uh, I, I've never, you know what? I've never played any of Supergiant's games. Really? Okay. I beat Bastion back on the 360, and I own Transistor on my Switch, but I haven't started it. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to check out Hades, because it looks really cool. You said August 13th, so I'm, I'm thinking right now. Aliens Fire Team is the 24th. So yeah, maybe I can squeeze in Hades. Let's just hope I'm done with Assassin's Creed by then, because it's a long-ass game. Yeah, so Hades is like one of those games that you can just play ongoing, you know, because you'll just, it's like those roguelikes where you're just constantly, you have one run, yeah, and then another run, and another run, sort of like how Dead Cells is. And you said Aliens, Fire Team Elite comes out the 24th. Now, I'm kind of glad that uh, that Kena Bridge of Spirits got delayed till September, because that was coming out August 24th as well. So oh, that's right. yeah, that kind of gives us an extra few weeks to uh, play Aliens or Hades or whatever else. One thing I want to mention real quick about Aliens Fireteam Elite. Why did they stick the Elite in the title? Because it was just originally called Aliens Fireteam. Yeah, if you saw the trailers and all the artwork a few months back, it just said Aliens Fireteam. They stuck Elite in there last second. Why? Yeah, I don't know. That's puzzling to me it's so generic i don't get it yeah i thought aliens fire team just sounded better i don't know why you need to add the elite part but i don't know they probably did some market research and thought that was a better idea aliens fire team that's catchy now say aliens fire team elite no i don't like it all right mike after after this uh podcast i'll dm cold iron studios and ask them on your behalf why they changed it Say, Mike wants to know, <laughs> why did you put Elite in the title? So, yeah, I'll do that. You'll 
I'll report next week and see if they, they probably will not get back to us, but I'll try. All right, well, uh, let's go ahead and uh, transition, move on to what we're playing now that we're we were well, we were on Xbox Game Pass. This is going to carry over that theme because me and you have been playing the Ascent. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, when I say playing, <laughs> I use that term roughly because this game has a lot of technical issues that prevented us from really playing it. Boy, I don't know. Do you want to start out, Mike, or do you want me to start out? Yeah, I'll start it. When you boot this game up and you get to the main menu, it's all red. Everything is red. And I understand that's the color theme for the game, but I'm just like, why does this look like the Virtual Boy? My eyes were killing me. I actually had to turn the light on in my room because I was playing at night. I was just like, I, I can't I can't handle this. This is too much red on the screen. <laughs> so right off the bat, not good. It didn't really bother me, but yeah, it is extremely red. But yeah, I played it for about 35, 40 minutes by myself one night. And then I was just like, all right, let me go back to Valhalla because I, I got to get this game done. And then uh, a few nights later, you, me and Jason tried to play it. And then it was just a mess. Laggy game was crashing, dashboarded me. Uh, we couldn't even get into the game at first. We're stuck in the loading screen. Not good. Just not good. The first time I turned this on, I played it with our buddy Sean, who we talk about a lot. Shout out, shout out to Sean. Uh, me and him were playing two player co op, and the the game crashed on me twice, like hard crash to the the dashboard. So that that was not a good start. And then, as Mike said, you know, there's frame rate drops. It's it's chugs a lot. Um, did I say that? I don't remember saying that. Did you? I don't know. Maybe you didn't. <laughs> well, if you didn't, did put words in my mouth. Well, that's good that you mentioned it. I'm saying it now. It chugs. <laughs> it the frame rate drops, it, which makes it very difficult to play. So, and I didn't tell you about this, Mike, but there was this funny ass glitch that happened to me and Sean. So the one time that it crashed, like we reloaded the game, right? We got right back to where we left off. And it was right before this one mission where we had to go into this building and like take out a bunch of guys. So we we start back up and I pretty much like Leroy Jenkins it and just run in before Sean. <laughs> and it, it shuts Sean out of the, the little building part. So he can't get oh, in and no. help me. So I have to take on all these guys on by myself, which, you know, was not a problem because I'm a fucking pro gamer. So I beat it, and like Sean's telling me, I'm like, yeah, you, you can't come in here? So what's And he's like, no. He's like, my camera's just kind of like pulling out and floating there. And so I, I come out, and all of a sudden, Sean is just a floating gun. His character is invisible. So the rest of our play session, he was just a floating gun. That's a great glitch. I like that. Oh, yeah. It was hilarious because we were making all kinds of jokes about it. We're like, we just, we named him Gun. You know, it's simple and straight to the point. And we're like, you know, he was like my familiar. You know, I summoned him as like a gun that you can just uh, be by my side. It would have been even better if the enemy AIs couldn't see him. They might. Yeah, I think they could detect him. I'm not really sure. But it was just hilarious watching this gun just floating around, just murking everybody. And, uh, yeah, when we, so when we went back to like the main hub area where it's like all those stores and stuff, you know, it puts your gun away. So he couldn't tell where the fuck he was. So he had to kind of just guess, like <laughs> trying to go into stores and upgrade his weapon and stuff. But yeah, it, it was super hilarious. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. But 
for for the main part, I'm just thinking like I'm probably not going to try this game out again until they patch it because I just find it it's too unplayable. Now there might be a great game in there because it's been getting a lot of positive reviews, which yeah, like it could be great, but I don't know because I haven't gotten that far. I'm kind of stunned that I haven't seen any reviews mention these technical issues. I find that kind of weird. I mean, maybe they have, but I haven't heard anybody on Twitter mention anything about this. I'll talk about things that I did like about the ascent, the little bit that I got to play. I I really like the aesthetic of the game. It it feels like you're in Blade Runner the movie. It it just looks really, really good. I will say that about the game. It looks stunning on the uh, Xbox Series X. The uh, the color effects and the, the the lighting bouncing off objects and explosions, yeah, all that shit looks beautiful. Now there there is no HDR for this game, which is odd. They have I haven't really seen why that's the case. Yeah, that is weird. Uh, as far as the actual gameplay, it's it's okay. Like it's fine. It's a twin stick shooter. Um, I know me and Mike were huge fans of Helldivers, another twin stick shooter game. And personally, just from what I've played so far, I think this does not stand up to Helldivers at all. What about you? Yeah, I don't like the uh, combat in this. Um, It just doesn't feel right. There's something off about it. And another thing I want to mention is I'm not crazy about the actual, you know, structure of the game itself. It plays like a Diablo game, but it's, you know, twin stick shooter. It's a sci-fi cyberpunk world, but I, I just don't like Diablo games. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. So the game's not really gelling with me right now. I'm just like, do I really want to play more of this? Even if there wasn't glitches, I'm like, I don't know. I'm at the same place, Mike. I'm not really looking forward to going back to this. And I feel like I just want to give it its due when it actually gets fixed. But yeah, so far, I'm just not feeling it. Like the, the Now, I've heard it gets better the more you upgrade your guns and shit. But just like the early, like first couple hours stuff... The, the gunplay is very underwhelming. The the upgrades, all that shit's super underwhelming. Uh, it, the, the, the the actual, like, twin-stick shooting is just pretty basic. Like, there's... And like you said, it's more like Diablo. Because where Helldivers is more like you drop in, like, and, and it's like a mission. Like, you just... Mm-hmm. You hit, like, yep. certain missions, and then you're out. And then you collect your XP and upgrades and whatever on the menu screen after. I like that much more. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm kind of surprised this is getting so much praise. But like I said, maybe there's a great game under there, but I, I just Now, when I you're know. saying it's getting so much praise, you're talking about the people playing it because the critics were not crazy about this for the most part. I mean, it's got a 65 on Metacritic. That's not high praise. So I, I'm not really paying attention to the Metacritic. I'm more paying attention to Twitter chatter. So a lot of lot of like uh, you know YouTube outlets, uh, influencers, people like that. It seems like word of mouth is really really good. Really, even with all these bugs and kind of generic uh, gameplay loop sections and all right. Okay. Like like I said, I haven't heard anybody mention the technical issues, which is mind boggling because it's like, how could you not? They're in your face. I don't. Are they all playing it on PC? I mean, it's got to be buggy on PC too. I mean, it can't be. I don't know. Now I was playing it on the Xbox One S, and you were playing it on the Series X. So we had a little bit of variety there. So I'm not sure if it plays different on PC or what. But uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. I mean, 
if you like the game, have fun. I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm not saying it's terrible. It's just, you know, at the end of the day, glitches aside, it's just all right. And some of the reviews were saying, you know, yeah, you just kind of do the same shit over and over. I mean, it's not much variety. I'm just like, oof, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just like highly disappointed because I was looking forward to this a lot. And, you know, after how much we liked Helldivers, like we said, and this is just not anything like Helldivers. Yeah, it's nothing like that game. But, you know, that's it's okay because there's plenty of other shit to play. And um, I, I just thought that we would let the audience out there know about these technical issues if they were curious about this game and uh, give them a little heads up before they jump in. But it is a Game Pass game, so you're not really paying anything extra. Now, if you bought this game, I hope you're enjoying it. (laughs) Because if I bought it, I'd be upset. Oh, hell yeah. I would want my money back. I don't know how much they're charging for this. I don't know if it's like a $20 or $30 game. I I don't know. That's a good question. I'm actually curious. I want to Google that right now. Yeah, look that shit up. Uh, But yeah... The, the uh, create a character system in it is very bare bone. The loot drops aren't really that great, at least from what I've played. I know Sean also mentioned that when you two were playing. Yeah, it. He, he wasn't impressed with the loot drops at all. The one thing I do like about the game is you can like shoot high, like you can aim high, like you can like raise the gun up and like kind of like shoot over stairs and shit like that. Or you can do the same thing when you're behind cover if you're crouched behind it. That's cool. Going around the main hub area where where you pick up all your missions and all of that, I thought that was a mess. Once I got to that section of the game, I'm just like, uh, all right, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So, yeah, just by the way, the retail price is $30. Oh, hell no. Not until they fix all the bugs and glitches. That's way too much. This is going to take a few patches before this is worth worth $30. All right, I think we've talked enough about the Ascent. Um, did you want to move on to Assassin's Creed Valhalla and give us an update on that? Yeah, sure. I think I'm about 25 hours in now. I think last week I said seven. <laughs> so I've been playing it. Yeah, not much to say right now because I'm trying to gather all my thoughts for when I uh, actually beat the game that I'll jump into it more. But I'm enjoying it. I think in some ways it is better than odyssey and in other ways it isn't i do think this one actually tries to be just a little bit more like assassin's creed like there is sections of the game where i'm like all right this feels like assassin's creed but then it quickly ends (laughs) we go back to the regular hack and slashing shit now the main character avor she's all right because i picked the female version i didn't go with the male yeah, I like her. I don't think she's better than Cassandra, but I think she's doing a pretty good job. Whoever's doing the voice for her is, you know, good. No complaints. Now, there is a character in this game. He's actually an assassin. He's one of the few assassins you actually see in the game. I was like, wow, I, I probably would have preferred if I played as him because I really like this character and he's an assassin. It would have been really cool to like have a game centered around him, but it wouldn't make sense because he's not a Viking and all that, so I, I get it. But uh, yeah, I'll have more to say about this after I beat the game. I just don't want to really go into it too much right now. But all I can say is I'm enjoying it. There's things I would like to be different about it, but whatever. It's a good game. Dude, the water in Valhalla is nuts when the light's bouncing off of it in a certain way. It looks like freaking water. They nailed it. Like, that's water. I'm like, that's water. Yeah, they got it. Like Angry Joe. That looked good. <laughs> 
I, I assume that that has 60 frames, right? Oh, yeah. It's great. Out of all the Assassin's Creed games I've played, this one runs the best. Really? Okay. Well, it's probably because, like, the other ones when you played them, you didn't have the 60 frames on, so that makes sense. We're telling you guys, if you guys have not played 60 frames yet, it, I know we, we talk about it a lot, but it really is a game changer. I can't go back. Well, I can go back with older consoles like the PS3 and, and, and older games. That's fine. But I can't play a 30 frames per second PS5 Xbox Series X game. I just, no. But that's pretty much it. I don't have anything else to say about Valhalla right now. But we'll get into it in a, probably a few weeks. I might skip it next week. Like, if I, if I haven't beaten the game yet... I think I'm just going to not talk about it. Yeah, that's cool. You're going to be playing it for a while, so it's, yeah, just we'll visit it in a few weeks, couple weeks. We'll see. All right, let's move on to something completely different from Valhalla, and that is Mario Golf. You finished it. Mm-hmm. Wasn't much to do in it. There's only six courses. Yeah, that's right. There's six golf courses in a $60 golf game. $10 a course. I was going to say $10 a course. That is horrific. Come on, Nintendo. Yeah, now there is an adventure mode. I tried to play it. You run around this weird hub world, and you're and it forces you to talk to everybody. It's like speech bubbles everywhere every five seconds in your face. I'm like, I'm not doing this. It, it just goes to the courses you can play in the X, in the regular mode anyway. So I'm like, why am I going to waste time with this? Uh, but yeah, six courses, and um, four of them are kind of generic. There's not much to it. It's just a regular golf course which is fine in other golf games but with mario i want it to be a little bit more crazy now there is two courses where it does get really crazy but that's it how is the actual gameplay very basic standard not much to it i actually think everybody's golf had better mechanics but anyway the other modes the game comes with is the regular standard online where you can play against three other people now there is one cool thing you can do is um when you hit the ball at least in the online mode and in i think battle mode you can also do this when you hit the ball it's you just go running towards the net your next shot like and everybody's kind of like throwing like power-ups and stuff at each other and so, like, that's pretty cool i like that the main mode that has that is called speed golf that sounds pretty cool it adds like a little meta game element to it there was like a movie or something I'm trying to remember. Oh, it was uh House Guest. Yes. Oh my god, dude, you're totally right. I'm surprised you nailed that in the first try. That was oh, fucking I love that hilarious. Movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's Sinbad, Phil Hartman, late great Phil Hartman. Yeah, I wonder if it's on a streaming service. I'll have to go back and watch that. Yeah, I haven't seen that in years. But anyway, back to Mario Golf. Yeah, so there's uh the regular golf mode with the courses, you have speed golf. And then there's this battle mode, and it does give you a few different maps in there, but nothing too crazy. Now, the online uh, versus is very laggy, and I expected that because it's the Nintendo Switch Online. I'm not crazy about this game. I think $60 is way too high. It should be 30 bucks max. So you think it's a cash grab from Nintendo? Yeah, I, I do think it's a cash grab. I think they could have done so much more with this game. Way more courses, a lot more crazier courses too. Give us a proper campaign, that adventure mode thing where you can play as your me character sucks. Nobody wants to sit there for 20 minutes talking to characters and reading speech bubbles and shit. I fuck off. <laughs> yeah, in a golf game, that's exactly what I want to do. Before people start jumping down my throat, 
I like golf games because you might be thinking he doesn't like golf games. I love golf games. I've been playing golf games since the PS1. I played a shit ton of them. Played a lot of the real ones, the real sim ones. And I played a lot of the arcade ones as well over the years. Some of the like cheap ones on like the 360 arcade. We also played golf with your friends. That was a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah, not bad. But this one just feels so low effort. And like we just said, cash grab. It, It has that smell. I don't recommend this at full price. So yeah, I sent that back to Gamefly and they're sending me Splatoon 2. Oh, okay. I'm currently playing Yoshi's Crafted World, but I'm going to talk about that next week because I want to put a little bit more time into it, gather my thoughts so I can give you guys a better uh, opinion. All right, cool. Cool. Um, And I don't really have anything else that I'm playing. Uh, It was just The Ascent this week. I have not gotten back to the Sinking City yet. But maybe I'll talk about that next week if I get back to it. Go back to Sackboy Adventure. Finish that game, John. <laughs> oh, I finished it. <laughs> no, it, didn't you say there is another world that, that unlocks at the end? Yeah, technically. It's, yeah, fuck that game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, especially fuck that game, because Sumo Digital just got acquired by Tencent, and fuck Tencent, so yeah, there you go. We run a podcast. I'm going to play the damn game. Like, don't worry. You'll hear my thoughts soon. But uh, until then, uh, let's move on to our topic, which is we're going to, since we've been talking a lot about remakes with the Dead Space remake, uh, Mike came up with the idea that we should come up with a list of five games apiece that we would like remade. And we are also going to couple those with which developer we think should do those games. So before we get to that, I told Mike yesterday to come up with a list of five games that he thought I was going to choose, and I'll do the same for him. This is going to be interesting. Before we jump into the topic, we're going to do that. It's interesting because, surprise, motherfucker, this is actually Trojan Horse surprise mechanic. (laughs) Hey, you know, surprise mechanics can be anything, so I'm going to change the game. I'm going to fucking use this topic to do a surprise mechanic. So I will go first. I'll try to guess your five games, and then you will try to guess my five games. So the game is whoever gets the most right gets to choose another game for that person to play. Ooh, okay. Now you're raising the stakes. I like this. I like this. Oh, that's not all, Mike. There's a fail state. If we both get zero games, we both have to play... Final Fantasy VII Remake. (laughs) All right, that's not too bad, because I want to play that at some point. So, okay, I thought you were going to say, like, Octopath Traveler. I'm going to be like, no, I don't want to play that. So, like, we only have to play four hours, though, so it's not like we have to play the whole game. I'm not going to go that crazy. And it's the same for if, like, whoever wins, if either of us wins, if we don't completely fail, uh, whichever game we choose for the other, that'll also, we only have to play a four hours. So I hope everybody understood that. I tried to explain it as clearly as possible, but if there's anything you don't understand, Mike, you can just ask me and I'll repeat it. Well, first, before we move on to the topic, I'm going to, yeah, go ahead and what I was just talking about, we're going to, I'm going to guess your games, then you'll guess mine. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and guess the original Splinter Cell. No, you're wrong. In the last episode, I said I want a Splinter Cell sequel. I don't, I don't want a remake. Uh, yeah, so, uh, and I was gonna say, like, IO Interactive would be a good developer for that. 
because they're awesome with stealth with Hitman. Okay, so I got that wrong. The next one I'm going to say is Star Wars Republic Commando by Respawn. No. Shit. By the way, I'm not expecting to get any of these correct. My third one is Alpha Protocol, and Obsidian's going to get another shot at it. No. That was a reach, Alpha Protocol. I mean, I played that, and it was all right. You know, I was excited about that when it came out. They were saying, yeah, you're, you can make a character that's like James Bond or Jack Bauer or Jason Bourne. Yeah, so I never played it, but I heard the knocks on it was like the gameplay wasn't that great. And I heard the Terrible. AIs were fucking stupid, which which is bad when you have a stealth game. So <laughs> when you can just like literally walk up behind them and just dance behind them and they do nothing. On paper, it sounded great, but it didn't mix well. Because I was thinking, like, Obsidian of now, I think having another shot at it. Oh, yeah, I think they can nail it now, but back in 2008, I think that's when that came out. Oof, no. But Obsidian's busy. They got a fuck ton. They've got a Vow, the Outer Worlds 2, who knows what else, Grounded. Anyway, uh, so number four, I'm guessing that you want a remake of Singularity, and it'll be done by Arcane. No. Fuck. I don't think we're going to get any right. It looks like we're going to be playing frickin' Final Fantasy VII. Great. That's why I made it the fail state. It's going to be funny. Okay, here, I'll just give you the number five. So I'm going to say Aliens, Colonial Marines, and I'm going to say this time Creative Assembly is going to get a shot at remaking it. Good guess, but wrong. Fuck. Oh, I would, lo- oh, I would love that. Oh, don't make me cry. Now, Mike, I do. I did come up with a sixth one, but this will not count if I get it right, but I'm just going to throw it out there. So, a Lost Planet remake by People Can Fly. Oh, Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> okay, I thought I'd take a stab in the dark. Uh, okay, Mike, so you go ahead and try to guess my five games. Good luck. All right, number one, Spec Ops The Line. No, but a good guess. See, the only reason why is because I think that's a damn near perfect game and it doesn't need to be remade. Yeah, you're right. I guess a remaster would be nice, don't some new graphics yeah. and all that? See, that was my issue with coming up with this list, though. I actually had a way harder time coming up with a list than I should have, because I'm like, there's first of all, I should have reiterated, not reiterated, I should have made it clear that we're not allowed to put any game on here that has a remake that is already rumored, like Silent Hill 2 or Metal Gear Solid, because those are like ones that I would immediately put at the top. And then there's games where I'm like, well, these could just be remasters. They don't necessarily need a remake. Or maybe I just, like you said, with Splinter Cell, I would rather have a sequel instead of a remake. So it's kind of tough. Yeah, I feel like with Spec Ops, the line, it's it's a phenomenal game. But yeah, I feel like, sure, you could fix, tweak little things to make it better, more modern. But yeah, I just, I hold that game in such high regard. It's like, I, I don't really think it needs to be touched. Then I have one here that's definitely not on your list, then, if that's the case. Okay, anyway, so uh, go ahead and continue. All right, I'm going to leave this one for last. Number two, Pilot Wings. Ooh, you know what? No, but that is also a very good guess because I was considering it. But I don't know if we really need that. We have, like, so many good flying games and, we, you know, Microsoft Flight Simulator. I know it's not exactly the same, but, yeah, I, I don't know. We don't really need another Pilot Wings. All right, I'm just going to get this next one out of the way because I don't think you have this on your list. Bioshock. Oh, fuck no, dude. Don't touch it. 
Do not touch my Bioshock. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, they may be able to make it a little bit better with the PS5 Series X update, but that's one of those games just like Spec Ops. It's like, dude, you'd, it's damn near perfect. You don't really need to touch it. All right, next one. Now, this is a good one. I think you really like this game, but I could be very wrong. Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Nope, not on my list. I do like it, though. Shit, shit, shit. <laughs> See, now this last one, I really want it on your list because we really, really need one of these. Okay, let's hear it. X-Men Legends. You know what? No, but... Son of a... <laughs> that is also a great guess because I was considering that too. But I was like... I was like, really, which one should I do? One or two? And then I was like, but we have all the Ultimate Alliance games. And I was like, I just, I don't know if we really need to remake that. Did you have like a six guess just that won't count, but just throw one out there? Super Castlevania. No, but decent guess again. So you know what that means, Mike? We're playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yep. Yay. But I, th that's okay. I, I wanted to play it. That's fine. I did not. So this is worse for me. Uh, it was a PS Plus game a little while ago, so we both own it, so, uh, yeah. You know, if I won this, you know what game I was going to give you to play? What? Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, God. You were going to get it. Oh, I wanted a point so bad. I want to play that even less than Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> uh, you know what game I was going to give you is uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, because I fucking okay. want you to play that game, Mike. Yeah, I'll get around to it. It's too many games to play. Okay. I expected we might fail, so, you know, but that's what makes this fun is we kind of have to play a game that, uh, well, I don't want to. You, you were going to check it out eventually, but yeah, so I don't know when we, uh, I didn't really set a time frame to when we have to play it because I just figured, you know, it'll get around to it within a reasonable time frame. Is there so. anything coming out next month that's huge? Uh, Kena Bridge of Spirits. Uh, I believe September is probably a big month, isn't it? I think there's a few things coming out. Hmm. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. There's, there's, there's no rush. It's only four hours, so it's not, not a crazy amount of time. N knowing that game, that's probably just like the tutorial. All right, let's move on to the actual topic. Which now, I guess I'll let you lead off since this is this was your idea. So go ahead and tell me like your actual games, Mike. I'm, I'm dying to find out. Now you were saying, oh, we don't need another X Men Legends. It's on my list. Now hear me out. I know I'm making people happy right now. They're like, oh, but yeah, X-Men Legends, yeah, yeah. But they're going to hate me in a second. I don't want it to be like a Marvel Ultimate Alliance style gameplay. Well, this came out before Marvel Ultimate Alliance, but all those games play the same. I do not want that if this comes back. I want a third-person action over-the-shoulder, you know, big-budget game on the level of like a Spider-Man Sony game. That I'm down for. That sounds cool. And we need another X-Men game. We haven't gotten an X-Men game since, uh, uh, like, X-Men Destiny two generations ago. Now, there might have been something in between, but I can't think of any right now. But that's the last game that's popping into my head, and that was a piece of shit. Now, with X-Men Legends, I want them to keep it RPG, but give it a completely different makeover with the mechanics, the gameplay, all of that shit. The original gameplay just doesn't hold up nowadays. 
I mean, yes, they did put out Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 on the Switch, but the gameplay mechanics gets boring and stale very fast. So that's just not going to cut it for me in this X-Men Legends remake. Would you be able to choose from multiple characters to play as? Now, in the original game, I think you played as some chick that Xavier, you know, brought to the uh, the school. What's what's it called again? Xavier School for the Gifted? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's something like that. The X-Mansion, whatever, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, you play as her, but you can switch to the other characters when you go out and do missions. Maybe you can uh, be able to create your character from scratch to give it more of an RPG feel from the ground up. You can even like pick what kind of powers you want your character to have and stuff like that. I want Activision to pick up the phone and call up Disney and say, hey, we want to make an X-Men Legends game because they, they were the ones who originally published that game. Do you know who the original developer was, Jacques? Oh, fuck. I can't remember. Who was it? Raven Software. Yep, that's right. They still have them. They're on the Call of Duty bench. We're helping out the Call of Duty developers. Get them on this shit. Get the original developer. They would love this. They would jump for joy because they haven't made a game in God knows how long, probably since Singularity. Yeah, I like that idea because I agree with you that we are not getting nearly enough X-Men it's just other than like comics, there's just like this black hole where X-Men is missing and the MCU um, games, like everything, you know, we get Avengers, we're getting Guardians of the Galaxy coming up, but it's like X-Men's like some of the best Marvel shit. Like we really need to bring them back. Come on, Activision, get get on that phone. <laughs> get the X-Men license back. They made X-Men Origins Wolverine. They did X-Men Legends, X-Men Legends 2. Marvel Ultimate Alliance games, those were Activision, the first two. And they did a bunch of Spider-Man games, and yeah, so, so it's not like they haven't made a Marvel game before, so I'm sure if they reached out, they could probably get the okay. I, I have a feeling like once the X-Men enters the MCU and I don't know, it's probably going to be a few years. I, I think the Fantastic Four is probably coming first, but I think once we do that, we'll definitely be seeing them in more games. I'm going to laugh if there is an X-Men Legends game in development, but it's still using the old fighting mechanic system. I'm going to be like, no. Oh, yeah, like it's a fucking top-down isometric view. <laughs> oh, and I know the X-Men Legends Marvel Ultimate Alliance purist fans out there, they're angry at me right now for saying get rid of all that shit, but it just, it's so stale. It's repetitive. It's boring, that combat. It gets old after like 15 minutes. We got to do something else. All right, Mike, so we got like nine more games to get through, so we better uh, put a, put some haste on it. So what we'll do is I'll just go, we'll go back and forth. Like, I'll do mine next, and then we'll go back Sounds to good. you. Okay, and these are in no particular order. Okay, so I would like a remake of Metroid. Now, I know there was a remake, technically, of Metroid for the Game Boy Advance called Zero Mission, but I want a, like, modern, like, current remake, and because I've never played Metroid I, I know it's probably surprising to some, but I've never played any of the Metroids because I've only developed a like for Metroidvanias over the past couple years or so. This was like where pretty much it all started. This in Castlevania, that's where that comes from. And I love the whole aesthetic of uh, Metroid. I love the whole sci-fi, you know, kind of a play on like aliens type atmosphere. The developer I would have do it is Artplay, which is Koji Igarashi's studio and if you don't know who koji igarashi is he worked on the castlevania games uh Symph symphony of the night is one of them he's he's real famous 
So it seems that he would be a good fit. Uh, he, he also made, which I just talked about, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, which is like a spiritual successor of Symphony of the Night. So I would like to see a Metroid remake, but sort of in like a 2.5D style, like um, Bloodstained. So I want like the real like pretty graphics, like the, the phenomenal like art style and just more like modern mechanics. Now I know they have like Metroid Fusion coming out, which is sort of like a return to the, the 2D Metroidvanias. I don't think it's called Fusion. I think it's called... Uh... I'm sorry, Dread. 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 There you go. Dread. Metroid Dread is the sequel to Metroid Fusion, which came out like almost 20 years ago. So it's been like almost 20 years since we had a 2D Metroidvania. So I for sure want to keep it 2D. That's important because we eventually there's Metroid Prime 4 is going to be coming and that's the 3D Metroid. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, you fucking, you know what Metroid is, so there's not much I can add to it. All right, man, I'll throw back to you, Mike. Well, to keep it Nintendo related, my second game is Super Mario 64. Oh. There was a fan remake happening, at least for the first level, and it looked amazing. But Nintendo took it down, of course. Nintendo, for some reason, doesn't want to remake this game, and I don't understand why, because the fans are screaming for it. <laughs> they want a remake from the ground up. I mean, where is it? I think that's actually a very good candidate for a remake, because that's probably one of the most beloved Mario games. And you know what's crazy? That game still holds up. Most N64 game controls suck. This one, when you pick it up, you're like, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Probably why it holds up is just how the camera like rotates freely, right? It feels like, other than like the graphics not really holding up, it feels like it controls like a modern 3D game. I wish more N64 games were like that, but yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, not much else I can say about that. I really want a Super Mario 64 remake, and I think most of the Nintendo fans out there want it too. I agree. I uh, enjoyed that game a lot back when I played the 64 that was probably actually the first 64 game I ever played, that in Wave Race. I was uh, I was in the hospital because, uh, you know, I have cystic fibrosis, so I think I was probably in there for like a uh, to get a pick line in because I had a lung infection. They had a Nintendo 64 for the, the uh, like, children's hospital, the ward that I was in, and uh, they wheeled that shit in there. That was the first time I ever played 64, and I was fucking blown away. And uh, I, first with Wave Race, I could not believe how good the water looked. <laughs> Wow, look at that water, man. That looked good. Let's go back and look at it now. Oh my God, turn that shit off. <laughs> that ray tracing on that N64? Mm. All right, so I'll move on to my next one. Uh, my next game is The Thing. You remember that game based off the movie? Yeah, original Xbox, yep. You know, it could use a hell of a lot of modern improvements, uh, and I would have striking distance do it who is that new studio uh glenn schofield studio who did the original dead space and now he's mm -hmm. doing the callisto protocol obviously he's amazing with horror i think that's like right up that alley with dead space and stuff i think he would make just a fucking mind-blowing game based off the thing movie who made until dawn again i forget their names super massive super massive i can see them doing a thing game yeah I can see that because you have like the, the whole paranoia running through everybody, you know, and you don't, they could set it up where the, what your decisions could uh, get you killed or not. Cause it's almost like a game of uh what's that game where it's clue. No, no, no. Well, that's actually 
yeah, that's a good one too. It could, it's sort of like that, but it's like the the werewolf within or something. I think there's a movie coming out where basically there's like a one person is a werewolf and nobody knows. So it's sort of like yeah, they're both along the same lines, or just like one person is the the monster, the the, the alien or whatever, and you just don't know. I think that that would be really cool. Uh, let's see. So yeah, um, what's your next one, Mike? All right, I'm doing it for the fans. I'm doing it for the fans. My next game is Dino Crisis. Okay, yeah, that's that's an obvious. Second Extinction. That's terrible. I I played the 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 beta whatever for that game. That's on Game Pass. Awful. I want a Dino Crisis remake with a, you know a nice campaign, you know, fully voice acted with all the original characters. You know, and uh, I, I played a little bit of this back in the day on the PS One. Yeah, it was impressive. You know, I'm definitely not going to go back and play it now because I'm not going to have the same feelings. I was thinking about Turok. I think that also deserves one, but I think there's more Dino Crisis fans out there. Yeah, I think Dino Crisis is probably like the big one that people want. But yeah, first person shooter, semi open world, running around the planet or, that you're on. I don't need to say anymore. I think you know where this is going. You're going to be shooting dinosaurs and shit. Now, Capcom owns Dino Crisis, so I guess one of their dev teams can work on this game. I don't know who they have underneath them. Or maybe all their games just say Capcom and they don't mention the developer name. Is that what they usually do with their games? They, they do. I mean, I think there definitely is like individual developer names, but you could probably find them. But yeah, usually they just say Capcom for all their games developed and published by Capcom. I feel it in my bones. I think this is being made as we speak. Oh, you think so? They gotta be. They gotta be making this game. Come on. I'm tired of shooting zombies, aliens, all this other generic shit. Throw me some raptors in there. I'm sorry, Second Extinction. You're just not that game. Did you play that yet, Jock? Second Extinction? No, I didn't. Yeah, don't play it. Okay. I never had any intention on playing it, but uh, thanks for that tip. All right. Um, yeah, so in keeping in line with Capcom, my game would also be Capcom, but I would remake Resident Evil Code Veronica. If you listen back like some episodes ago, I actually tried to play that game and um, I quit after like 15 minutes because I thought it was unplayable with the old controls and camera. I know I'm probably having a lot of Resident Evil Co-Veronica fans screaming at me right now and I'm sure it's a great game with a great story, but I just can't get past the controls. So we've already got Resident Evil 2 and 3 remade, and it's rumored that Resident Evil 4 is being worked on right now, the remake. So the in-between of that is Code Veronica. So it's like, why not do that one? It seems like it's beloved by the fans, so I I would actually like to be able to play this game. Yeah, I would just have the same uh, developers who made 2 and 3 remakes just make this. I think you're going to get it at some point. I hope so. After Resident Evil 4... They're going to be like, okay, what's next? We're not going to do five or six. So someone's going to say, how about Co-Veronica? All right, well, let's do that. Yeah, I hope they do that. The only reason why it's like, I don't know if they will is because in the continuity, like I said, I, I'm pretty sure Co-Veronica com- comes between three and four. So it's like, I get that they're doing the mainline series, but it's like, why, why wouldn't you do Co-Veronica first? I mean, maybe they that is the one they're working on. Who knows? Maybe they're working on both like they were uh, two and three simultaneously. So that's always possible. All right. So my next game, I think Jacques is going to be a little 
upset because he did tell me no no rumored remakes. But this one's not being rumored. It's the first one that's being rumored. The first Knights of the Republic is being rumored. So technically, I'm not breaking the rules. The second Knights of the Old Republic, because it is not guaranteed we're going to get that, even if this is this comes out and it's successful, because there's a lot of weird shit between one and two. You got some don't accept two, some do. Two was made by a completely different developer, completely different writer. I'm not sure where Aspire Media is with KOTOR 2. I don't know how they quite feel about that. There's a really, really good story in there. There's some of the best Star Wars characters are in there. There's also some shitty ones, and that's something I want them to fix. They have to fix the first three hours of that game. I'm not going to spoil it for Jacques, but all I'm going to say is Asteroid Mining Facility. Those first three hours are brutal for that game. I hated it. The thing I want them to nail with the second game is Nihilus. They have to get him right. They got to make him scary, just like in the in the original one. He doesn't talk. He just he makes weird noises. He screams and shit because he can't talk anymore. And he just stands there like a serial killer or some shit. And he just stares at you. You don't see his face because he's got that white mask on. Yeah, he's got to be scary. That's that's all I got to say. There's a bunch of other things I want them to fix in the story, but I can't talk about that because Jacques eventually wants to play the original one. So I'm going to leave it at that. But yes, that is one of my games I want remade from the ground up, all of it. I'll I'll allow it, Mike, but you're really skidding the line here because... See, the thing is, Mike, and I don't know if you're aware of this, but the, the rumor was that they're kind of combining the two games for this remake and it's sort of going to be like a remake slash reboot that sounds like a bad idea if they do that 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 could be a mess and and i do plan on playing these because as i've said last week i bought them in a microsoft sale recently so I, i will get to them so there was one i had on my list that i was like unsure of but now that you fucking did that mike i don't feel bad at all about this one okay one versus 100. Oh my god, I was thinking of that for my list. Because I was thinking, like, is it considered a remake? Like, how would they... How would they... Yeah, I consider it a remake. Yeah, definitely, 100%. No, that's, that's, that's a good one. You know who I'd have make it, Mike, is Rare. Because they were uh, doing those avatars for uh, Microsoft, and also they're already good with uh, live service games because they're running Sea of Thieves quite successfully right now. If if you guys weren't around back in the Xbox 360 days for one versus so 100, good. oh my god! So it was basically a, the actual game show, one versus 100, and it was a live game show. What did they do it like twice a week? Yeah, two three times a week. Anyway, you would like everybody would like sign on at a set time. It was almost like you know appointment TV, like you're watching the game show, and it would actually be like multiple different rooms where it would have a hundred players. And they would pick one player to be the one. And you would actually, like, answer the trivia questions along with everybody. And it had a real host, which was nuts. Chris Cashman, right? Was that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he would host it live, and um, you could actually win prizes. Like, I actually got on the 100 panel before, and I... Um, yeah, same. I was supposed to win, uh, like, a game or something, but they never gave it to me, so... I won Banjo-Tooie. Oh, nice. And I think, wasn't there that one... Uh, I think it was like a horror category, and I got every single question right. <laughs> I know my horror people. 
sometimes they got questions wrong though i remember like wait a minute that's not right let's look that up and we would look it up and it was wrong yeah that did happen but it was just it was such a cool game it was such a different time i just i think so many people want that to come back so if they did bring it back you know make a remake of it would they make it free to play yeah of course Nobody's going to buy that. That's what I was thinking. Because my other, the alternative was like, would they make it a requirement to have like Xbox Live, Gold, or Game Pass or something like that? They had real ads in there running between breaks. You you would see a Kraft Cheese commercial and a flow from, uh, oh, what's that insurance shit? Oh, Progressive. Progressive, yeah. There was Progressive commercials. So that's how they were able to make it free. It would be cool. They could even give out as prizes, like, uh, I don't know, a year free of Game Pass Ultimate or something like that, you know? Yeah. Anyway, uh, what's your next one, Mike? I'm surprised you didn't mention this. Half-Life 2, but I put Half-Life 1 next to it. I want Half-Life 2, but it has to be Half-Life 1. That's the first one. You got you to do that one first. But there's already a remake. It's that Black Mesa, that fan-made remake. Okay, then frick it. I'll go with Half-Life 2, then. That's fine, yeah. Just go Half-Life 2. That's fine. That's that's the better one anyway. I think most people will agree with me. So, yeah, we're at a point now where we can't just get Half-Life 3, like, out of nowhere. Here's Half-Life 3. Nope, it's been too long. We need to go back to the old ones and re-release them. So, you got the fan-made one. I guess they could put that on consoles, and then they're going to have to remake Half-Life 2 from the ground up. Yeah, by the way, so for those who are unaware of what he's talking about black mesa is the fan-made remake of half-life one so it's technically not an official one but from what i've heard a lot of fans were happy about it and think that it's better so yeah valve put out another orange box or whatever i don't care what you do so i never played half-life 2 so i would like to play a remake of that 2 is awesome man i love that game I haven't played it in so long. That's one of the most influential games, I would say, on the shooter genre. All right, so, uh, yeah, my next one is, this is the final one, it's Burnout Revenge. Because that is, I think, maybe the only Burnout I played. I know a lot of people liked the previous one before that, Takedown, but I only played Burnout Revenge, and I fucking love this game back in the day. EA owns the IP, and they just acquired um, Codemasters, who, who's known for racing games. So why not just have Codemasters make a new Burnout Revenge? Yeah, they already put out Burnout Paradise, so why not? Yeah, exactly. They remastered Burnout Paradise, and that was the one I think that came after Revenge. So uh, w- what I liked about Revenge so much is the crash mode, which I think was introduced in Burnout 2, but they just kind of uh, made it better as it went on. So yeah, it's essentially just like, you just drive a car as fast as you can and try to ram into a bunch of traffic and just cause as much damage as you can. And um, yeah, it's 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 simple, but it's so fucking addictive. I think there was like this game that came out not too long ago called Dangerous Driving that was supposed to be like a spiritual successor to this, but I never played it. But uh, yeah, that's, that's not really much else to say, except it's just really fucking fun. <laughs> if you like car destruction, this is the game for you. Uh, just real quick, one last one. This does not count, but I would like a remake of Clay Fighter. Oh, Jesus. The animated uh, claymation fighting game um, way back on the SNES. It was pretty much a parody of like Street Fighter. and Yeah, I would just have Capcom make that. The 
people who made uh, Marvel vs. Capcom games. So, yeah. That's it. That is our topic. <laughs> Man, that's a random one. Yeah, I love that song. It, it was like, Clay Fighter, Clay, Clay Fighter. Copyright strike. Nobody gives a fuck about Clay. I'm probably like one of the few people that actually even fucking remembers that game. But, uh, okay, yeah, so I've already done my surprise mechanic, Mike, <laughs> in this topic. I uh, Trojan horsed it in there. We'll just move on to yours to finish out the show. And just real quick reminder, anybody new who doesn't know what Surprise Mechanics is, it's basically just me and Mike brings something to the table. It could be anything, just as long as it's a surprise to both of us. We have no idea ahead of time what it is. So Mike was totally caught off guard by my Surprise Mechanic because usually it's at the end of the show, but I snuck it into our topic. So now the floor is completely yours, Mike. What is your Surprise Mechanic? Oh, Jacques, you're going to hate this, and the listeners are going to love it. It's time to play Gone Forever. Now, it's simple. One game stays, and the other must be deleted from the video game history. Nobody will remember it. That's why it's called Gone Forever. Okay. Now, I'm going to swing for the fences right away. So, so Mike, hold on, real, real quick, are you just going to give me, like, two choices, and then I pick one that's going to yes, be... Yes, you're going to okay. get two choices, and you have to tell me, okay, this one stays, this one gets deleted permanently, okay, nobody will remember it. All right, number one, The Last of Us, or Bioshock, the first the Bioshock game. Motherfucker. You had to pick those two first. You're, you're a piece of shit, you know that? Oh, it gets better. Don't worry. It gets better. <laughs> this is like, I don't know if you ever saw the movie, uh, The Good Son with Macaulay Culkin. So the, well, spoiler alert for a fucking like two decade plus, actually probably like three decades at this point. I have no idea. Anyway, at the end, it's like the mother's hanging on like to Elijah Wood and Macaulay Culkin. They're both hanging off a cliff or something. And Macaulay Culkin is the, the bad son. That is her actual son. Elijah Wood is not her son, but he's the good kid. Oh, and, oh, that's right. She saves him. I remember this movie. Yeah. So she, at the end, she fucking lets go of her actual son, Macaulay Culkin. That's basically what this is. <laughs> You're giving me an impossible choice. Oh, my God. So are we just talking about the whole series or just these games? Uh, well, if you're deleting the first game, I guess the whole series is gone. Ellie is looking at you right now with those eyes. Don't you dare i i hate myself for this but this is my gut reaction ken levine i hope you're not listening to this but i'm gonna have to keep the last of us because those yes. games are just way too fucking good man my heart was beating there i was like please god don't pick bioshock i love bioshock but man last of us that's yeah, those games are, they're both special franchises, but yeah, The Last of Us is just fucking above and beyond. All right, number two, Alan Wake or Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Ooh. My initial reaction is I'm keeping Alan Wake, but I fucking love Hellblade. And you know that. That's why you're giving me these hard-ass decisions. Oh, it gets better, Chuck. It gets better. And plus, we're, that means we're, we're never going to get this fucking Hellblade sequel that I'm looking so much forward to. Nope. Gone forever. But we do at least have Control, which I love, which has DLC with Alan Wake. All Alan Wake gets eliminated. 
any Alan Wake references out of the game. Right, they'd have to remove any references, which, which I mean, there are some in there in the main game, but they could easily remove some in an update. Ah, uh, fuck, man. Fuck. I can't go against my boy Sam Lake. I, I gotta keep Alan Wake. Uh, sorry, Hellblade. All right, number three. Super Mario Brothers 3 or Slay the Spire. Now, if you eliminate Super Mario Brothers 3, the first two still exist. Okay. So just to make it easy for you, and also because I think fucking the gaming community at large would probably be after my head if I deleted Super Mario Brothers 3 forever, as much as I love Slay the Spire, there's no way on any earth I'm getting rid of Super Mario Brothers 3. It's one of the best Marios ever, in my opinion, so I'm keeping that. I was going to rant if you were going to keep Slay the Spire. <laughs> All right, number four, Dead Space or Resident Evil Village. I fucking knew you were going to say Resident Evil. Now, all the other Resident Evils will be around. Keep that in mind, but Dead Space will be gone. The whole franchise of Dead Space. Yep, the whole franchise. No, that's 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 actually quite easy. I'm keeping Dead Space. It's too fucking good. I absolutely loved Village, but at least I would have the other Resident Evil games. Exactly. You could always eventually get a new Resident Evil 8 that might be different. Dead Space is too good. There's no way I'm getting rid of that. All right, number five. Horizon Zero Dawn or God of War 2018. Oh, I'm keeping God of War. I, I love Horizon. I mean, I fucking love it, but God of War, dude, that's one of my favorite games. Here's the thing. I like God of War 2018 more than Horizon Zero Dawn, but I don't know if I can get rid of Horizon Zero Dawn completely. I never said I liked the idea. <laughs> I mean, that, God of War 2018 is just so special. There's no telling that they would come up with something that good again. It's... Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm willing to take that risk. I, I, I adore that game. That That is one of my favorite games of all time. I'm going to go with Horizon, but I respect your decision. I feel like also, um, I guess this could go for God of War 2 and uh, Santa Monica Studio, but I, I just feel like Gorilla is super so talented too that even if they don't make Horizon, they would come up with another amazing IP. So I have no doubt about that. So yeah, I'm, ke I'm keeping God of War. All right, number six, Mass Effect 2 or The Witcher 3. You know, Mike, you're just a garbage human being. I don't know if anybody's told you that, but I'm telling you right now. Yeah, I know. This might actually, man, this is a tough one. So I would still at least have Mass Effect 1 if I got Correct. rid of 2, and I would still have The Witcher 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, dude. Jacques, let me help you. Please. Now, if I could bring her to your room right now, I would spawn Liara, and you're going to have to look at Liara and tell her Mass Effect 2 doesn't exist. Can you say no to Liara? Because I can't. <laughs> but what if we spawn Geralt, too? I can't say no to Geralt. Yeah, I could say no to it. Well, see, I'm coming from a different side because I'm not a... Witcher 3 fan, so... Right. Of course, I'm gonna, I would choose Mass Effect, like, all day. But for you, this is a lot more difficult. Yeah, those are two of my favorite games of all time. And I just played Mass Effect 2 not too long ago, and it's still fucking amazing. 
Do you need to take another look at Miranda? I don't know, man. Geralt's in that hot tub scene. I'm just saying. And then you got Siri too, and that's not even talking about Triss and Yennefer and... Oh my god, man. Mass Effect 2 or The Witcher 3? Dude, if you delete Mass Effect 2, I'm going to hire an assassin to dress up as Liara to come get you. No, just just hire Kasumi to... Uh... Actually, no, it would be uh, Thane. Thane would be a better option to assassinate me. He won't exist, though, if you delete it. Liara could still be around, though. So true, Get her from true. Mass Effect 1. She's going to get you. Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. You could just have Garrus snipe me from afar. <laughs> Actually, that would probably be a better fate than having to choose between these two. Just have Garrus snipe me. That's my that's my answer. If he headshots you, yeah. He'll shoot me in the leg, and then, like, you'll both walk up on me and say, Choose! <laughs> Oh, man. Dude, my brain is like, I have paralysis. I I can't kill my baby. All right, for all you listeners, you better leave a comment somewhere. Tell us, Mass Effect 2 or The Witcher 3, which one's going? I want to hear from you guys. Get on our social medias, at Balanced Gamers. Well, whatever I say right now is going to get a lot of people angry. Do you want The Witcher fans angry at you, or do you want the Mass Effect fans angry at you? You're a you're a piece of shit, Mike. You're just I hate you right now. We still got four more, Jacques. Come on, need your answer. You know what? Just to be a contrarian and get a lot of I know for sure like Ashley's gonna be screaming at me right now, probably Indy too. I'm keeping the Witcher three. I'm getting rid of Mass Effect two. I hate myself. I hate everybody. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm writing down a note. Hire an assassin, dress up as Liara. Okay, all right. All right, moving on. That's disappointing. Number seven, Halo 3 or Left 4 Dead? The first Left 4 Dead game. Now, you know the rules now. It's Halo 3, so Halo 1 and 2 still exist. But if you eliminate Left 4 Dead 1, that franchise is dead, gone forever. Yeah, so in that case, I think the decision's probably Left 4 Dead. I think that's probably easy, because as as amazing, you know, as defining as a game Halo 3 was, at least we'll have Halo 1 and 2, and you'll eventually probably get a 3. Might not be the same as what we got, but Left 4 Dead, I I can't completely wipe that franchise out. You made the right choice, because the PC community will kill you if you eliminate Left 4 Dead. (laughs) Those two games are so influential on me, so I had so many good times on there, so I can't get rid of those. All right, that was a fast one. Number eight. Telltale's The Walking Dead Season 1, or Life is Strange, the first one. (sighs) You continue to just be subhuman garbage. I don't know why you're doing this to me. I don't don't know why you felt like, hey, I'm going to torture Josh. Because it's fun. I love it. This is great entertainment, man. Because I was like, okay, The Walking Dead Season 1, it doesn't matter what, the, what he says after that. I'm probably going to choose that. And then you just said the exact game that was like, oh shit, that's the one game. Because the endings of both of those games made me cry. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. That's why I put these two together. I, I have to keep Life is Strange, though, because I think that had a little more of an effect on me. I, I, as much as I love Lee and Clem... I think like Chloe and Max, there's just something about their, those characters and that story that just struck a nerve in me. I can't see myself not having that. So I, I, uh, I keep Life is Strange. 
I'm on the Walking Dead side. I love Life is Strange, but I'm I, I gotta stay with Clementine. Yeah, I don't blame you. That that first season is fucking amazing. All right, number nine, Deus Ex: Human Revolution, or Detroit Become Human. That's an interesting one. Now, I I am a huge fan of uh, the new Deus Ex games, uh, Mankind Divided and Human Revolution. Kind of mad that uh, we're not getting a third one because they decided they wanted to make uh, fucking Guardians of the Galaxy, Eidos Montreal, but whatever. Better be fucking good. Uh, So yeah, there's so that was the first one. Um, Human Revolution or Detroit Become Human, which it's almost like, you know, I'm from the Detroit area, so it's like, can I not pick that one? And I really love that game. Like, I, I am a Quantic Dream fan. I like their games. I don't know if I like them more than Deus Ex, though. I'm going to have to keep Deus Ex. All right, I respect that. But if it was me, Detroit Become Human. Oh, well, of course. Because you're not really a fan of the Deus Ex games like I am. No, but I'm going to give them another shot in the near future. Number 10. Aliens Colonial Marines. Or <laughs> Metal Gear Survive. Okay, this is a little bit of a flip of the script. Now, think about this, Jacques. Metal Gear Survive really put a shit stain on the Metal Gear franchise for a while. We've had bad alien stuff before. This is the worst, but we've had bad alien stuff. We have Alien 3, Resurrection, and then some bad alien games out there. (laughs) I feel like you're leading the witness. (laughs) But Metal Gear has had a good track record, and then this piece of shit came out. But Colonial Marines is an abomination, so this is a hard one. So I'm going to let you think it out. Also, you know what, too? If we if we got rid of Colonial Marines, then we wouldn't be able to shit on Randy Pitchford, which I enjoy doing. Yeah, I think I'm going to get rid of that piece of shit, Metal Gear Survive, and I'm going to keep Colonial Marines. Never thought I would say that, but here it is. That's the right decision. Metal Gear Survive, in my mind, was a bigger middle finger. Aliens has had bad stuff. This is the worst thing, but we're kind of used to it a little bit. You got to do it for the Metal Gear Solid fans. You just got to do it. Metal Gear Survive? What's that, Mike? I've never heard of that. Yeah, you're right. Huh, what Weird. What game were we just talking about? I don't know. Clone of Marines and... Huh. As, as far as I, I know, so... Metal Gear only went up to five. It's like we went back in time. Everybody changed it. <laughs> <laughs> Getting the Bill and Ted phone booth or the DeLorean. Which one do you want? So is that, is that all you got, or you got any more, Mike? Yeah, that's it. Got I got nothing else. Okay. No, that was fun. I, I really, well, I don't want to say I enjoyed it. I think it was a good idea. I didn't enjoy it. It was actually quite torturous, so thanks for that. Oh, man. That, I, I still can't get over the Mass Effect 2 thing, but all right. You know, I'm probably going to hear about that for a while. <laughs> Ashley, roast them, please. Thank you. Yeah, that, that's all we got for this week. Uh, I'm going to just go ahead and take us out, try to land this plane successfully. So, if you want to visit us on social media, we're at Boundless Gamers on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can also follow us on your favorite podcast platform. So, uh, you know, that's pretty much it. Did you say at Boundless Gamers? I think I did say it. Okay. Just making sure. Just making sure. I can say it again. At Boundless Gamers. That is our Twitter handle. That is our Facebook handle and our Instagram. It's the same all the way across the board. So, it's easy. We gotta drill that into their heads. We just gotta keep pounding it in there until they 
remember it, and they go over to those platforms and do what they got to do. No excuse not to follow us. We would really appreciate it, guys. <laughs> Shock deleted Mass Effect 2. Give him shit. I'm going to come up with a surprise mechanics to torture you one of these days. You just wait. Bring it. Come on. I'm ready. Bring it on. All right, Mike. That's it. I don't think I'm forgetting anything unless you have anything else you want to add. Nah, I'm good. All right. I, you know, I do want to add one thing. I did watch Matrix Reloaded because uh, oh. I was talking about, I think last week I watched the first Matrix. And uh, yeah, so I watched the sequel. I'm just going through all of them. I don't understand why that movie gets so much hate. Yeah, I don't either. I think it's fine. I like the sequels. They're fun. I really, and I can't wait to get to Revolutions. I, you know, if you don't like those sequels, I am really, really genuinely curious why. I would like for you to leave a comment or something. DM me whatever you need to do. That's uh, that's your homework that I will leave you with at the end of this podcast. But <laughs> until next time, I am Jacques. I'm Mike. And we will see you next week.